0: Thanks for listening to the Thyroid Fixer podcast with your host, me, Dr. Amy Horniman, aka the Thyroid Fixer, functional medicine practitioner, hormone, and weight loss expert. We're talking all things thyroid, hormone, and health related in order to empower, educate, and transform you. So if you're ready to get your life back, let's get started. Don't cry over a lost thyroid. Meaning this really is for my total thyroidectomy and radioactive iodine patients or partial thyroidectomy. You guys are in here too. You're all my peeps right now. This one is special for you because I have so many, so many of you saying, if only I would have known however many years ago that I could do something to improve my thyroid function. I would not have had my thyroid taken out. I would not have said yes to a total thyroidectomy. I would not have said yes to radioactive iodine. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. Like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. Well, here's the thing. And this is what I tell my one-on-one patients too. You can't beat yourself up over it. You cannot. There are oftentimes reasons and good reasons for a total thyroidectomy. Not all the time. I am not saying that's always the wise thing to do. It's like gallbladders. doctor just. Just, they like to cut. They like to take them out. Let's just take it out. But with the thyroid, I have seen many, many times, and even my best friend's mom, I'll use her as an example. She was very, very graves, very graves. TSI through the roof, her free T3 and free T4 were severely elevated. Her TSH was severely suppressed, which most of the time, you know, I don't care about. But when you are in a hyperthyroid state, And the free T3 and the free T4 are also elevated. And the total T3 and the total T4 are also elevated. Then we pay attention. Then we pay attention to that TSH being so low. So, you know, she started having anxiety and her eyes were bulging. We had to do something. So put her on methamazole. Well, then she swung to the other side. I mean, swung hard this is like one of those pendulums that you put on your desk and you bring the little ball back and it goes tick, tick, tick. And, you know, it hits the other balls. And then, you know, it's that whole physics thing. Her thyroid swung to the other side so hard that she was deep, deep hypo. And let me just tell you, you can have Graves and Hashimoto's at the same time. I just had a patient the other day. She had Graves. She went gluten-free. She never had to go. Well, she was on medication for a little bit, but she was able to come off of it. And now she has Hashimoto antibodies and now she is hypothyroid. So now we're treating the hypo. You can have, and most of the time you do because autoimmune is autoimmune. So if you have Graves antibodies, don't let your doctor off the hook and not test your TPO and TGA. You need to test the Hashimoto antibodies as well, because they're probably there. So here she is swinging to the other side, Hashimoto antibodies present, free T3 and free T4 drop down. Her TSH goes up to a 15 and here we are in hypo land. <sighs> okay. So what do her doctors at university of Michigan, you know, cause you guys all go to these big university of Michigan, Cleveland clinic, Mayo clinic, and you think you're going to get the best care in the world. She gets handed Synthroid. So of course I roll my eyes. I said, we can't just do Synthroid. We can't. So we give her a little bit of T3. And then she swings to the other side and she's going hyper again. There just was no stopping the swing. So she had a total thyroidectomy. And in a case like that, it makes sense to start at zero. Instead of chasing the pendulum back and forth and dealing with these crazy roller coaster symptoms, she had a total thyroidectomy. Now I prefer a TT over RAI because why expose yourself to radioactive iodine if you don't have to? And we don't necessarily know. We know that when we give high, high, high doses of iodine, when we give radioactive iodine, it will go to the thyroid gland and it will destroy it. It's kind of like Hiroshima. And here's what we don't really know. Where else does that go? If every cell in your body needs iodine, where else does that go? Do you really think it just like laser targets the thyroid? That's the theory. That's what your doctor will tell you, but we don't know. We do not know. It's kind of like these spike proteins we're dealing with right now. They're supposed to stay in your deltoid. They go everywhere, right? So digressing. I would rather you have a total thyroidectomy than RAI. And if you're in that pendulum swing, sometimes it's necessary. If you have thyroid cancer, you don't have that choice, right? Oftentimes you are in that position where you have to have a total thyroidectomy or maybe a partial thyroidectomy, but I don't want you crying about it. I don't want you upset about it. We can start at zero. And if you're working with a skilled practitioner that is an expert in the thyroid, then we can build that back up. We can replace those thyroid hormones that were once there and we can get you optimal. Absolutely. We can get you optimal. Now, if you go get a total thyroidectomy, partial thyroidectomy, and you work with that surgeon or you go to an endocrinologist, or you think that the doctor that took your thyroid out is going to help you. No, you're going to get T4. You are going to get T4. And this is my argument. And this is my bitch over and over and over again. I will repeat myself. If we take out the gland that produced T4 and T3 at one time, and we take out the gland that is one of the main conversion glands. Yes. T4 gets converted in the liver. Yes. It gets converted in the gut. Yes, it gets converted into peripheral tissues. I don't want a shit ton of emails coming at me saying, but that's not the only gland that T4. I know, but it's your main one. So when you take that out and you give someone T4 only, does that even make sense? Like as I say that out loud to you, does that even make sense? No, no, it doesn't. I'm trying to think of an analogy for you, but I can't come up with one. That's a first. Anyways, we have to replace it with T4 and T3. And I don't care what combination, we will find the one that works for you. It might be armor, it might be NP, it might be armor and T3, it might be NP and T3, it might be cytomel and T, or I'm sorry, synthroid and T3, lyothyronine, cytomel, doesn't matter. Generic T3 is just fine, by the way. So we'll go with lyo. It can be terracint and lyo. It can even be levo like garbage old generic T4 Levo, you might do just fine on, but not by itself. You have to add in that T3. So maybe it's Levo and Leo. It doesn't matter what combination, it's the one that works best for you to rebuild the thyroid hormones that were once being made by the gland that was once in your body. And now it's not, or it's half gone. I just don't want you to be upset about this because it can be done. Now, if you come to me, we're going to sit down. We're going to test fully. We have to test everything. So I mentioned earlier, we do TPO, we do TGA, because I want to know if you have Hashimoto antibodies. Yes, you can have antibodies against your thyroid, even without a thyroid. And here's the thing. Here's why we want to know that. You know how I always get, see, this is where my analogies come in. I can't believe I couldn't think of one two seconds ago, but this is the one I always use. Soldiers, you have the soldiers, they are primed. Those are your autoimmune, those are your antibodies, right? Your soldiers, if you had graves, they were once going out attacking your thyroid and causing it to just spit out all this thyroid hormone. It went into overdrive. It, the soldiers attacked your thyroid so much that your thyroid gland was like, ah, oh my God. And it just starts spitting out thyroid hormone everywhere. In Hashimoto's, those soldiers go out. And they just beat the hell out of your thyroid to where it's like crawling into a ball in the corner of the room saying, oh, I can't work anymore, please. And it stops spitting out thyroid hormone or it just spits out just a teeny tiny little bit. Those soldiers, when the thyroid is not there, but the soldiers are still present, will go find something else. Because we know that autoimmune begets autoimmune, where we see one, we see more than one. So, if we don't address, if we don't know, first of all, if we don't test, if you don't test, you don't know. If we don't test and we don't know that you have TPO and TGA antibodies, then we can't crack the hammer or slam the hammer down on you to say, listen, you have to be gluten free. We have to support your immune system. We have to do all of these things to keep the soldiers in their barracks so that they don't decide to go out and attack your joints. And then you have RA or attack your gut. And then you have Crohn's or celiac. We want to keep them in their barracks. So if we know that, if we have that information in front of us, then we can devise a plan. We can devise a plan to reduce the soldiers, maybe some low-dose naltrexone, Immunomod A from Designs for Health, high-dose vitamin D, testing your vitamin A, high dose zinc, maybe five to 10 grams of vitamin C per day. There's so many different things that we can do to keep those soldiers in their barracks and to even suppress them down to nothing. But we don't know if we don't test. So we test that, we do free T3, we do free T4, we do reverse T3, and sure, we do the TSH. Absolutely, we throw that in too. We get that full picture of what exactly is going on, where your thyroid is at that moment in time. And then we rebuild it. Now, let me back up and say, and I tell every single one of my patients this, that come, I have a lot of people that come to me prior to getting a thyroidectomy. That's why I guide them on, do the TT, do the surgery. Yeah, I know you're gonna have a little scar. It'll heal. It's not a big deal, really. If you take care of it, you can't see it down the road. Way better than putting radioactive iodine in your body, in my opinion. So they come to me prior and we devise a plan. We say, okay, afterwards, what's nine times out of 10 going to happen is you're going to get this dump of hormones. So you're going to feel really, really good for maybe about a month. Then you're going to start going downhill and then you go hypo. Now your doctor will give you Synthroid right off the bat. That's not a problem. Like that's handed to you like candy as soon as you leave the hospital after your surgery. But nobody's tracking you or asking, you know, those four important words. How do you feel? No one's asking you that after you leave and it's a month and two months and three months down the road and you're going, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Wow. I wish I was hyperthyroid again. (laughs) This is where the the crying over your thyroid comes back. And this is the only time you should cry over not having a thyroid is when they take it out and then they don't replace the hormones properly because then you're like, I'm gaining weight like crazy my hair is falling out, I'm so fatigued, I can't get off the couch. That's because they are not replacing those thyroid hormones properly. They're not giving you the right amount of both T4 and T3. They're probably not checking if that T4 that they're giving you is even converting to T3. That means checking reverse T3. T4 has two paths to take. It can take that path down free T3, and that's the one we hope it takes. Or it can take that path down, reverse T3. That's the one we really hope it doesn't go down. But oftentimes it does because T4 to T3 conversion is, what do I always say? It's a marathon with hurdles. It's like doing the Tough mutter five times, right? It's a really, really hard job to do. And there are many, many things that can get in the way. That's another podcast. In fact, I have another podcast on it entitled What Causes... Elevator reverse T3 or something to that effect. We can link that in the show notes and you can listen to that if you want to learn more. But suffice it to say, T4 to T3 conversion is a very tough job. So we have to test, not guess. And I want to know, even if we start you out in the proper direction, giving you T4 and T3 together, we still have to test. So if you're with me, that's what we would start with. Right off the bat, I'm not starting with T4 only because of what I said earlier, it makes no sense. It makes no biological sense to start with T4 only. So we start with T4 and T3, whatever combo, do that for a little while, test again, change the dose, test again, monitor. How do you feel? Test again, change the dose until you get to that optimized state. Now that might change throughout the years. You know, as your body changes, your thyroid needs change. But for the most part, we can get you to that level where you're like, yeah, yeah no, you know what? I Hey, I feel way better now than when I had my thyroid and it was going crazy on me. Like that was getting old, right? Taking the methamazole and worrying about the cancer and da, da, da. No, I feel way better now. Good. That's how I want you to feel. I don't want you to cry over losing a thyroid. Because we can build it back up. We can build it back up. And if you're right now, if you were listening and you're in that place, uh, yeah, you're in that place where you already had it out and you're listening to me and tears are welling up in your eyes because you're like, that's exactly how I feel. I feel like absolute garbage. I'm gaining weight. My doctor gave me T4 only. You're right. It doesn't biologically make sense. And why didn't somebody tell me this five years ago? When I had my thyroid taken out, why don't the doctors sit down and know this? Because it's in the freaking medical textbooks that the thyroid gland produces T4 and T3. If there are any doctors or practitioners listening right now, I'm just going to reel you back into med school for two seconds. The thyroid gland produces two hormones. One of them is T4. That's inactive. The other one is T3. That's active. Now, you guys are really smart, so I know that you know math. If we remove the gland that produces T4 and T3 and we only replace the inactive hormone, how in the hell does that make sense? Come on. Just go back. Go back. Think about biology. Biology. Okay, I think I thought of an analogy. Now, this just came to me, so please don't hold me for this to be really awesome. Let's say we remove your pancreas that produced insulin. Are we going to replace it with, give me a second, testosterone? Now let me, hey, listen, I love me some testosterone. That's a GSD hormone. But I'm not going to replace insulin. Remember, your body needs insulin to survive. We can't remove your pancreas and not replace it with insulin. We can't remove your pancreas and give you testosterone. You'll feel really good for a while, but then you'll die because you need insulin. Thyroid is really, really similar, except without T3, you just die a slow, painful death over a long period of time in a very miserable state. So as long as we replace it, all is well, all is well. So I don't want you crying over losing a thyroid because it's possible to come back to optimal. Now, let me close with just giving you an example of myself. Now, I still have my thyroid. However, I tested myself, the last time I tested my thyroid numbers and I do all kinds of experiments. I mean, L. Russ and I have talked about this. We both kind of experiment on ourselves and then test at wackadoodle times. And we tell you guys, do not take your T3 medication for 18 to 24 hours prior to your labs because we don't want the labs picking up on that T3. You don't want to go longer than 24 because then it starts to get kind of just wonky with the numbers, unless you're experimenting. So that's what I did. So I went, it was easily about 36 to 38 hours without taking my T3. You guys know I'm T3 only, high dose, 75, 75. I went about 36, 38 hours without my T3 and my free T3 came back at a 1.7. What does that tell me? I'm not worried about it because I'm optimal. So don't worry. Don't be like, oh my God, she needs more thyroid hormone. No, I went so long that it tells me that my own thyroid gland is really not producing much of anything anymore. And it's probably a combination of Hashimoto's and just the negative feedback loop of being on T3 for so long. I don't really care because it's about how you feel. So I'm not going to try to get my feedback loop back into looping and go through that hell of feeling hypo and like garbage again. No, I'm fine. I've been on this dose for God knows how many years, 15, easy, maybe more and I'm not changing it, but that gave me information that my thyroid gland really just isn't working anymore. So I can very much relate to many of you who have had a thyroidectomy or RAI or partial. I'm probably more along the partial thyroidectomy lines. It's still producing some, but not not enough to not enough to live well, probably enough to survive. And that's about it. But it it showed me n equals one, just me, but it showed me that okay, now I can relate to partial thyroidectomy and total thyroidectomy patients because I am literally replacing into my body and giving my body what it needs through medication, i.e. thyroid hormone replacement therapy, because we don't like to call thyroid medication, medication, because then you guys start to think like it's like a statin with all kinds of side effects or an antidepressant or a band-aid jug that your doctors are giving you. And it's not in that same class. You have to move thyroid medication, quote unquote, over into hormone replacement therapy. So very similar. I know I'm going off on a couple different tangents on this episode, but very similar to insulin. We can't. If you're a type one diabetic, you have to take insulin because the pancreas, although it's still in your body, it's not producing insulin anymore. Insulin is needed to survive. So we have to give you insulin to live. We're not going to say, oh, you know what? I don't want to take medication. I don't like medication. So I'm not going to take insulin. No, you're going to take insulin because you want to live. You're going to take thyroid hormone replacement therapy because you want to live and you want to live well. So just get that out of your mind. So it showed me through my own results that we can absolutely 100% replace thyroid hormones that are no longer being made by your body and get you to an optimal state into optimization land, which is a great place to live. It's a great place to live. I, I invite all of you, all of you to come live with me in optimization land. It's amazing. We can absolutely get you to optimization land through replacing thyroid hormones that are no longer being made by your body. Even if you have a total thyroidectomy, if you had radioactive iodine, if you had a partial thyroidectomy, if you're looking down the long dark hallway of a thyroidectomy because your doctor just told you you needed one, don't worry. We got you. We got you. Now the key part in this is working with someone who knows the thyroid. It's not going to be an endocrinologist. I'm going to tell you that. It's not going to be an endocrinologist. It's probably not going to be your surgeon may or may not be your PCP. Yes, you're going to get my talk once again on you might have to go the functional route. But even if you go the functional route, I want you to find a functional practitioner that knows thyroid and hormones because the thyroid is the master gland. Why I say thyroid and hormones? Thyroid is the master gland. It is inevitably going to start affecting your sex hormones, progesterone, testosterone, GSD, estrogen, cortisol, insulin, it's going to start affecting those hormones. So you want somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. And again, you're not going to spend thousands of dollars on some dude that's going to fix your gut and all of a sudden magically produce T3 and T4. It's not going to happen. Gut's important. I'm not saying it isn't. It's one of the places where T4 does convert to T3. So we don't want it all a disaster. I don't want you walking around with SIBO. Don't want you walking around with IBS. But if I fix both of those, you're not going to magically make T3, I got to tell you. So you have to find somebody functional, preferably integrative along those lines that specializes and knows what the hell they're doing with the thyroid and hormones. Or else you'll be wasting your time, and you'll be wasting your money, And then you'll call me and you'll say, I've already spent thousands. And I'll say, I know, because I have this conversation on a weekly basis with people. I go, I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that person took your money and promised you that they could fix your thyroid. And all they're doing is throwing gut supplements at you. I know. And I know they promised to heal your adrenals. And then all of a sudden you would magically produce more thyroid hormone. No, if you don't have a thyroid, how is that going to happen? Where is that thyroid hormone coming from except in a pill into your mouth? It's not going to magically produce from your feet or your hair, your gut, or your adrenals or your kidneys. It's not. It's not. But the bottom line is we can, we can, we can. I promise you 100% we can optimize you if you had a total thyroidectomy, partial thyroidectomy or radioactive iodine. So I do not want you crying if you don't have a thyroid or if you are looking down the path of getting your thyroid removed for whatever reason, because there are valid reasons for that. I'm not going to argue it. There are valid reasons for that. And if you have to go that route, or if you had to go that route, do not worry. You can absolutely 100% become optimized again, and come on into optimization like Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you loved it. And as always, if you would be so kind to leave a review, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. I read all of them. Also, anything that you hear on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat any kind of medical condition. So we always recommend that you check with your medical provider, your doctor, your nurse practitioner before implementing anything that you hear on this podcast.